Are you starting to find yourself feeling like you have locked yourself in your own prison from the inside because you're avoiding what I like to call voluntary discomfort? Stay tuned to today's episode because I'm going to share with you a solution to that so that you can start unlocking that door of your own prison. Yes, from the inside. Welcome to Exit the Drinking Life and Beyond. I'm your host, Debbie Talbert. I'm a mom to four extraordinary adult children, grandma to five vivacious little ones, and a certified life coach. I'm here to teach you how to change what you're drinking without shame, blame, and judgment. It's time to stop judging, blaming, and shaming yourself for your choices so that you can create a life beyond your wildest dreams. Ready? Let's get started. Hey, my friends, welcome back to the podcast. And also welcome for those of you just joining us for the first time. Now, before I get into today's topic, I really want to ask you guys, what did you think about last week? the last episode with Martha and I and sharing all about not every single solitary thing, but sharing with you guys the newer alcohol-free options that are out there. I mean, I am so excited and thrilled that I had the opportunity to talk to Martha and learn what I learned and share what was shared with you guys inside that episode because as I'm recording this one, We are just before Thanksgiving, the Friday before Thanksgiving. Yes, I know normally I do these and put them out for you on Thursdays. However, this week was a little bit different around here. I actually went on a trip, which has been my first trip since last March, since March. And so for me, the 20-year flight attendant, that was just like highly unusual. My brain was kind of like what are we doing? We're in the airport again. Oh, and we're wearing these things on our face. My brain really struggled with all the changes that have actually taken place. Not not like struggled. It was more like I ignited curiosity around the whole topic, the whole experience, right? And all the awareness of everything that was so different and how even the boarding process is different. And surprisingly, how patient and kind people are right now on the airplane and how clean the airline and yes I did happen to go on the one I used to work for the airline actually does have the airplanes it was really a fascinating experience and anyway um so because I took a trip and had a layover so to speak I am a little bit on a different scheduled track recording the episodes. But it will be, um, oh, sorry, but more of them are going to be coming out because I've also made a decision. And while I was making this decision is what gave me the idea for this episode. Because to me, as I said in the intro, when we are in that space of indecision, I personally feel like in my life anyway, for me, it's like I have locked myself in my own prison from the inside, right? Because I'm the one that is going to make the decision. And I also know that it's my thoughts that create my feelings, that create my actions, 
which then bring me the end result, right? And just because I know all of this doesn't mean I don't have the human brain and still do the same work that I'm encouraging you guys to do around alcohol. And that is what is so awesome and fantastic about learning what you guys are learning on the podcast and why I have the word exit and the alphabet, so to speak, that I've used to come up with exit and the terminology. And so that's kind of what I'm going to be going into today is really bringing about the uh, quick start, like six things to help quick start your exit from the over drinking life, right? And so I've put it together and I have been utilizing the words in the episodes, but I just realized I hadn't really put an episode together with all of them in it. And then for those of you that are already on my email list, I will be sending out after this episode goes live in the next email, which is on Mondays. I send them out on Mondays and Fridays. On Monday's email, there will be an attachment of this PDF of the um, six steps to quick start your exit. So if you want to get the PDF, then just head over to uh, jumpseatcoaching.com and you can either use the Ask Debbie tab and ask me for it or you can opt in and get the little mini training because it is a video that I've done and I've put together and it really does explain to you what has actually been going on that has been making this exiting the drinking life so challenging up until now. Right. And so it's a mini training that I put together. You can opt in and get that. And then you will automatically also be on the email list. And then you'll start getting my emails on Fridays, Mondays and Fridays. And this is where and it's part of one of the decisions that was necessary for me to make. Whereas I was in the middle of my own prison that I had locked myself into from the inside as I worked through making this decision. So I have decided to leave um, Instagram and Facebook. And I did this for a lot of different reasons. And so I am now not on Instagram or Facebook. I am focusing on the podcast. So they're going to be bringing in another episode. So on Saturdays, I'm going to have a shorter episode that's going to go live and it's going to be a Q&A Saturday, right? So the questions that you send in or the questions I'm getting inside the membership that I really find I'm answering over and over again, and they're very helpful and insightful and tactics that I also share with individuals inside with inside the membership and the coaching that goes on there. I will also be periodically on Saturday sharing tactics, right? Because what I want to do with this podcast is to make your exit and your ability to change what you're drinking way shorter than my exit was. Because for those of you that haven't actually heard my story and gone back to the first episode and heard more about it, my exit, it took me seven years to exit. And it was a, it was, it was a prison on the inside seven year journey, right? And so the last thing I want for you is for your journey 
to be seven years. But I also want you to know, if it's already been that long or longer, that's okay too. Because what matters is that you keep getting back up and you keep working on trusting yourself to figure it out, right? And so um, that is really what I want to make sure that you know and you understand. And so my journey and in my story on the seven years, a lot of it was because I believed a lot of the things that were taught around alcohol. And I believed that I either had to say yes to it or no to it and no in the form of fighting it, resisting it, and struggling and using willpower, I really was unaware that I could ignite curiosity, that I could actually have a third choice, which is what I call igniting curiosity. And so the igniting curiosity is really either igniting the curiosity in your mind with your thoughts about what you're thinking because we know that our, which I now know, which I didn't know at the time, right? But that our thoughts bring about our emotions and our emotions bring about our actions and how we act, right? Or igniting curiosity. And as I'm saying it to you, it's kind of like I view the yes and the no to the left and the right arrows. But then the igniting curiosity, it goes either up if you're going to ignite curiosity in your brain and ask, start asking yourself about what kind of things am I thinking? What do I believe in examining beliefs? Or am I going to ignite curiosity in my body and allow myself to feel my emotions? Where is this emotion in my body? Because for a lot of us, yes, we are saying yes to the drink because we're socially conditioned and we've built up this habit. But we're also saying yes to it because we're wanting to avoid our feelings. And so we can't really avoid our feelings, right? They're going to be there. We can't hide from them. They're going to, this, consuming the alcohol does not really have the feeling go away. It stays there. We're just masking it. And then we're in a position where we're going to have to face it later. And then on top of that, we're going to have net negative consequences from the action of the overdrinking on top of our emotions still being there. So I want to go into today, what I'm going to do is um, teach you guys the six quick start steps. And I will be covering what exit like the words I use and how exit works in addition to two others steps that I've added in there. So let me go ahead and um, get right into that for you and start with the E part of exit. So for the E part of exit, it's really a combination of it's not really it's not really one word anymore. Like when I first started doing this, and you'll notice in some of the episodes towards the beginning, those of you that have been with me all along, is most of the time for exit, I would use examine. But what I've come to learn, the more coaching I've done, and the more I have actually utilized exit to apply in all areas of my life, especially when I find myself in that state of indecision, right, where I am 
in this, do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? Back and forth, back and forth. And to me, that's what I'm calling the, like the internal prison where I've locked the door from the inside and I keep myself in this indecision mode because really indecision is a horrible place to be, right? You're either, because you know in the back of your mind what you need to do. You're not doing it because you want to avoid the discomfort. That's really the truth of it, right? So you're not, so even though you think you're not deciding, you're really deciding because you're not doing anything about it. And so by staying in indecision, you're really keeping yourself locked in your own prison from the inside. So I've started to take exit, the words I've come up with to help do the podcast and to help teach. And I've started to apply exit to all kinds of areas in my life. So that's how I've expanded it <clears throat> and I've applied it in with the coaching also. And so that's how I've expanded the three words. So base for so for exit, it's examine, explore, and experiment, right? And so the first step for you to get a quick start on exiting the drinking life. And what I mean by drinking life is ending that cycle of drinking, over drinking, shaming yourself, regretting it, blaming yourself and beating yourself up and then just repeating it again. Unlike rinse and repeat, right? Like shampooing your hair, rinse and repeat. And you just keep living in that horrible, vicious struggle cycle, right? And so that's what I mean by exiting the drinking life. And so a start is really examining and taking your focus off of stopping the alcohol itself, right? And so take your focus off of I'm going to say yes or I'm going to say no, right? And put your focus on examining your beliefs about alcohol, Right. So what is it that you believe a drink is going to solve? Why are you turning to alcohol in the first place? And then what you're going to do with the next E, Inside Exit, explore, is you're going to explore these beliefs for their truth. Right. And so this is not exploring them from there's a yes answer or a no answer. It's really putting on your either your scientist coat or your detective hat, either one and being curious and objective and, and just being objective and collecting data, right? So you want to explore these beliefs for their truth. Is alcohol really helping you? Or is alcohol letting you avoid the discomfort of facing your own emotions or facing something in your life that you know you need to make a change with, but you're just not ready to face it yet, right? And then the last, the third E is experiment. So if your belief is that alcohol helps you relax and you've explored that and you're discovering that it's not necessarily true, then what you want to do is experiment with other ways to relax or other ways to socialize, other ways to have fun and connect with your friends and family, right? So the first part of exit is examine, explore, and experiment. And it's a variety of things that you're going to examine, explore, and experiment with. And the key here for this one and the piece of the puzzle that we're not really taught is to take the focus off of stopping 
the alcohol consumption and re-put your energy and the focus on examining your beliefs about alcohol. So by starting there, that is where a lot of shifts start to happen. And then the X <clears throat> inside the um, exit, right, is to X out the beliefs keeping you stuck, right? So this is also where you're still going to be bringing in. So all of this combines together. So you're going to still be bringing in the examine, explore, and experiment. And you're going to allow yourself to X out beliefs that are keeping you stuck. So this will involve taking an honest look at your beliefs. How does a belief cause you to behave? Let go of thinking about or taking into consideration anyone else's behavior from the belief. Bring in your own honesty and your own curiosity about how does a belief cause you to behave? And then ask yourself, is this how I want to continue to behave? Do I like this behavior in myself? Is this behavior good enough for me? Is it acceptable for me? Is this behavior helping me live my best, happiest life, right? And so, and this is how you want to continue. And, you know, and then as you're doing this, knowing that a belief or thoughts that you've had over and over and over again, and that you don't have to keep the belief. You can change the belief anytime you want by gradually changing your thoughts, right? And so is it time to X out this belief because this belief is keeping me suck in this cycle of over drinking? And then ask yourself questions like, how would I behave without the belief? What if the exact opposite was 100% true? What would I do if the opposite was true? What would I do if I allowed myself to believe that, right? And so this is also where you're going to be bringing in the E part of this and experimenting with shifting up your beliefs and the story and think of it the story that you're telling yourself about something and do I have to keep it right and so by allowing yourself to realize oh okay I'm I'm xing out beliefs that aren't working for me the, maybe the belief works for someone else but it's not working for me and it's my life and my behavior and the way I want to show up in the world and is this going to allow me to be and live my happiest, best life, right? And so then the I inside exit is ignite curiosity. And as I said, sort of in the beginning, is that, that we are so accustomed to thinking that our only choices are yes, have the drink or no, resist the drink. When you allow yourself to ignite curiosity, you're allowing a third option to be in the picture. And it's really letting yourself become curious about either the emotions that you're feeling in your body. So bringing in the whole mind body experience, right? Because your body's already telling you a lot of things that is causing you to wonder about your drinking, right? Because of the hangovers, how you feel more tired, 
And some people, and even myself, I was in this state of wondering, okay, was I starting to lose my memory because of aging? When in actuality, it turned out the amount of alcohol I was consuming was affecting my brain's ability to remember things. It had nothing to do with aging. And so that's really what you want to, by allowing yourself to bring in and ignite curiosity and let yourself become curious about, first of all, your own emotions, like what feeling, what does it feel like in your body? Where is it? Is it in my stomach, my legs, my chest? Because the, what it is, what, uh, what an emotion actually just is, is neurons firing in your brain and then it's causing a sensation in your body, right? But then also the other part of igniting curiosity is going into your head, right? And asking yourself what I like to call power questions, right? And so if you can uh, at least ignite the curiosity around, okay, this is simply neurons firing in my body, in my brain, and then it's causing a sensation in my body, How? what does that actually feel like? It's just the chemicals cascading and releasing into the body. So where is it? And what emotion am I feeling right now? And for some of you, which I noticed this for myself because I used alcohol for so long to avoid emotions, I literally had to go online and look for an emotion chart because most of my emotions, the one I knew and the ones I could bring up most of the time were happy, sad, mad, glad. And we have way more emotions than that. We're, we're way more diverse than just happy, glad, mad, sad, right? Life is, is a, a variety of emotions that we experience. And so to help with that, for those in the membership, in the work that we do, I actually have a booklet with a list of, um, I think there's probably a hundred or so emotions on the list to help really ignite that curiosity, right? And explore what these emotions are. And so that's the next part of exit is igniting your curiosity. And then the T of exit is to trust yourself to figure this out. You, contrary to to what we have been socially conditioned to believe, you are not broken. You can figure out how to untangle the habit you've developed of using alcohol to cope with life. I want you to try and envision a, a bunch of necklaces that have gotten the chains of necklaces And they're very tiny, they're very thin, and they have gotten tangled together, right? And so what you're doing by using exit, the the letters in exit, right? And then trusting yourself to figure it out, you're going to relax into the untangling process. Because if you've ever attempted to untangle some necklaces that have gotten tangled in together, it requires patience. It requires loosening up a little bit of the knot, following the chain down to where is this connected, holding it up, looking to where it's connected, exploring it, and loosening it up, right? And so this is really what you're doing, right? Because most people have, and most people, 
myself included, right? Because I told you earlier in the, in this that my journey was seven years, right? And so it was a lot of untangling. But I also during that at the time I didn't realize or think about it that I was untangling something. I kept focusing on it from the place of I'm broken and there's something wrong with me. And so then, of course, I would continue to shame and judge myself and blame myself instead of allowing myself to relax into the process and trusting myself to figure it out. And so my hunch is many of you listening are kind of in the same space that I was, right? That you've tried and failed to drink less or stop altogether a number of times. And then before you even get to where you're going to allow yourself to reach out for help, and all of those failed attempts has caused you to start to think that you're never going to be able to figure this out. And knowing that our thoughts create our feelings and from those feeling places, that's how we act, right? Or react or don't act. So it makes sense that we would want to give up on ourselves a lot. We would lose trust in ourselves, right? Because we're judging and shaming and blaming ourselves. And from those emotions, most of the actions that are taken are not the kinds of actions that come from a person of even in the place of the emotion of curiosity, right? Or the emotion of understanding, the emotion of compassion, the emotion of grace, the emotion of caring, right? And by moving yourself to that, you're going to take different actions, right? You're going to let that chain be in your hand. You're going to loosen up that chain a little bit, right? And you're going to allow one of those beliefs to loosen up and let go. And you're going to start to notice little tiny baby changes starting to happen. And so that's the T in exit, trusting yourself to figure it out, right? And so it is the ending of the cycle is truly a matter of stepping back and deconstructing what you believe alcohol is solving, right? And so the fifth thing is move your body, right? Because uh, stress is also another big reason people turn to alcohol. And the truth is, because of what alcohol does in our bodies, it's actually increasing the stress hormone. So simple things like a brisk walk or even being out in nature and noticing nature, like going without something between your ears and just being there, your your body is going to start to relax. And just the simple movement of moving the body being in the nature. So this isn't about going to the gym and having a massive workout. Yes, that helps too. And exercising like that is also very stress relieving. Or if you're at home, like me using your Peloton bike, yes, those are things you want to bring in also. But even throughout your day, while you are at work, whether it is now in an at-home environment, or you're back in an office again, if you can bring in three or four times in your day where you let yourself stand up, even if you have a sitting desk and you let yourself stand up, you start to move your body, move to the left, move to the right, bend over, sit up, right? Just that movement and 
roll your shoulders, right? I'm doing it as I'm telling you to, right? Roll your shoulders, release, loosen up the stiffness in your neck and do that kind of stuff. And by doing that a couple of times a day or doing some push-ups on your desk, right? Or doing some squats into your chairs, literally moving the body, that's going to allow you to reduce some of the stress throughout your day so that instead of letting all of that build up until it's five o'clock and then your brain starts sending you all these messages of like, oh my God, this was a stressful day and all these thoughts, right? This day was so stressful. I can't wait to rush myself out of here and, and hit that happy hour, right? It's that that becomes where like that five o'clock hour is all of your stress is basically like exploding out of your body, where if you find a way throughout your day to weave in moving your body a little bit, that is going to loosen up some of that stress and it won't feel like at five o'clock is this volcano exploding, right? And so then the last part of the six steps of jump starting your exit is to help your brain chill out. Right, so starting our day off well rested is the best way to help your brains to chill out. And sleep is critical to our mental and physical well-being. Now, I know that many people believe alcohol helps them sleep. And the truth is, alcohol disrupts your sleep schedule. After you drink, you've stimulated your pleasure center while your blood alcohol level is rising, right? And then the brain knows that alcohol is a depressant and it's in your system. And so then the brain releases stimulants, adrenaline, adrenaline and cortisol to then bring you back up into homeostasis. Unfortunately, the depressant alcohol will actually wear off in your body before the stimulants do. And then you're left with an overstimulated brain for hours after the drinks have worn off. This is like, it's kind of like you drank alcohol and a triple espresso at the same time. And my hunch is many of you notice that you may literally pass out after drinking in the evenings for like four or five hours. And then you're wide awake in the middle of the night. And this is why. is because of what's actually physically going on in the body with the brain's release of the adrenaline and the cortisol. So instead of relying on alcohol for sleep, brainstorm a list of ideas, right? This is where you can ignite curiosity and you can also experiment. And so brainstorm a list of ideas from your day and experiment with things like meditation and tapping. And the best thing I found for the tapping is a tapping solution app. It's right on your phone. Yes, there is a fee for this app. It's not that high. And they have all kinds of app tapping processes. And what this does is you are literally tapping on the different meridian points in the body. And that is allowing your body to release the stress and reduce this adrenaline and the cortisol that's being released in your, to your body from stress. And so another thing you could also do is try journaling and stretching your body. And then you can also soak your feet in warm water before bed. Try some herbal teas or even prayer and a spiritual practice, right? And so what I want to encourage you to do now that you've heard these six steps for jump starting your exit, right, is just pick one. 
and then focus on that first and gradually build in to the other ones. And what's really going to happen and the way, the reason I talk about it in the way I talk about it is because if starting even with the first one, right? Examine and leave out even to explore and experiment at first. But what's going to naturally happen as you're starting to examine and you've heard me describe this to you in this way, the Xing out and the igniting curiosity and the trust for yourself is going to start to naturally come into the picture for you, right? And so this is what I really want to invite you guys to do is to take this, the exit part and the added step of moving your body and helping your brain chill out and use that as a way to jumpstart your exit so you can gradually start to build in changing what it is that you drink. And now before I go, that's what I have for the episode today. I really want to remind you guys that I am closing the membership at the end of this month. So at the end, so on November 30th, it is going to be closed for a little while because I'm really working on helping the people in it. And so if you've thought about it, you've considered it, you're ready to make a decision, I really want to encourage you to come and join me before that date and um, take advantage of this being at this time. And then I I am going to open it back up again, but I don't know exactly when and what quarter in the, it'll be in the first quarter of 2021, yet I don't know exactly what date. It's really going to depend on how many people take advantage of this and how well I can serve them, right? And uh, then also be on the lookout for two episodes a week coming out. It's going to be shorter. And if you have questions that you would like me to answer on for the Saturday episodes, then you can also go over to jumpseatcoaching.com and then you will find the Ask Debbie button and you can put your question in there. And I really, really though, what I want to encourage you guys to do is start, put the key in, start unlocking your door from the prison that you've kind of put it, created for yourself and put the key in and come over and join me inside the membership. All right, you guys have a great week and I will, you will hear me again tomorrow. For those of you on the uh, automatic, I will be there with your questions and answers. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be honored to be your coach. I have created a virtual coaching program called Exit and Beyond. I want to invite you to join me inside Exit and Beyond. Inside, we address what you drink, goals, relationships, and challenges. Because this is goes beyond changing what you drink. It's also about helping you create a life you love living. We can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual coaching, online chats, along with hours of online courses and content I've created just for you. When you're ready to take what you are learning on the podcast to the next level, go to jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash membership. This is Life Coaching with a Flight Attendant's Flair. Jumpseatcoaching.com forward slash membership.